from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. One third of all the inflation was because of automobile sales. There weren't enough semiconductors to make all the cars that people wanted to buy. And guess what? Prices of automobiles went way up. I mean to tell you, in the grand scheme of treating you like you're stupid, that's high on the list. I mean, yes, you know if you've tried to buy a car, be it used or new over the past year, yeah, you've had sticker shock. It's brutal. We've seen the biggest one-year increases in car costs in, I think, over 40 years at this point. And yeah, the chip thing is part of it that he's talking about. The one thing I referenced at the onset of the show Again, you're not going to hear me come on the air and say, oh, President Biden's speech sucked because of this, or oh, it was great because of that. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, opinions are opinions. They're worth what you pay for them. And I deliver facts and have strong opinions based off of that fact, uh, those facts. But the one thing in particular that did just really strike me right between the eyes, and I can't imagine went well for a lot of people, was the extent to which he was tone deaf on that particular message coming out of the gate saying the state of our union is strong. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hearing like a collective say what or, you know, the the old Bidenism. Come on, man. I mean, who is sitting here going, yeah, we're doing great, strong, feel good, strong like bull, our economy, our country, you as a president. Yeah, nobody's thinking that. They're talking about all this. Julia Freeland. Florida Communications Director for the RNC. Julia, how are you today? I'm doing well. Um, like you, I have still have shocks in last night's speech that was incredibly, incredibly toned up, given how much Florida, how much Floridians are suffering. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you, you mean to tell me you're not going to fill up and going, man, those semiconductor chips, that really is the, if only it weren't for the semiconductor chips, I wouldn't be paying, you know, 375 for gas. Yeah, that is such an incredible cop-out. It's unreal. And I still can't believe all of the Florida Democrats took to Twitter, to media interviews to say, oh, Joe Biden is doing such a great job. I'm so proud of him. He really, really cares about what Florida Floridians are going through. No, he doesn't, because if, if, if he did care, he would mention things like inflation, and he wouldn't use cop-outs like it's because corporations aren't paying their fair share. I mean, he did this, and he's not owning up to it, and Florida Democrats are praising that. Well, you bring up a really good point, Julia, and it's something that I've made note of many times previous. And this is true even of Ted Deutsch, because as he announced his retirement from Congress uh, a couple of days ago, he was sounding all these bipartisan tones. Oh, I'm so proud to have been a bipartisan member of this and that and everything else. And I illustrated a couple of things. First, that he's been to the left of about half of the Florida Democrat delegation during the course of his time in Congress, even to the left of leftist Florida Congresswoman Lois Frankel, but Mm -hmm. he also has a 100% voting record in the current Congress with Joe Biden, as, by the way, every single Florida Democrat does. To your point, Julia, a lot of Florida's Democrats will try to sound these moderate-sounding tones when Mm -hmm. they feel it's appropriate or to their constituents, and when they go to D.C. and they vote, they vote as hard left as they possibly can and with Joe Biden's agenda. So I guess I can't be surprised that if they have 100 percent supported his agenda, they thought he, he did a good job with espousing it. Right. They fall in line with Biden. 
Deutsch supported forced masking of children in schools. He supported the vaccine mandate. He supported, he was silent even as, even with the 40-year inflation high. You know, at the end of the day, he supported Joe Biden's agenda because it was what was good for him politically. But he found out, you know, it's not going to last for long and he he wasn't going to win re-election. So he made a good choice in bailing out now because there was just no way. You bring up a really interesting point, and it's something I'm going to bring a little over 10 minutes or so. And that is, you mentioned, and, and a lot of people would be surprised, because if you listen to political pundits or prognosticators, what have you, Deutsch's seat isn't one that they have pegged right. as in play this cycle. You believe it is in play. Tell us why. Because it was a plus six, it, it was a deep plus six district. And the fact that he's bailing out now, I mean, you have that in combination with Stephanie Murphy. You also have the fact that, you know, South Florida They they don't even in South Florida Democrats don't even have candidates to run. The latest reporting was that a zookeeper they were trying to get a zookeeper to actually replace Jimenez. So in these traditional Democrat strongholds, they're still struggling. And we never, you know, Ted Deutsch wasn't even on our target list. He wasn't even a Democrat that we were actively thinking was a a possibility. You know, we have that. We've had we have the Dubois flip, and like we have in South Florida, opportunities to make up. Um, in traditional Democrat strongholds. So, you know, 2023 will show a lot. It will show the fact that Florida Democrats have really failed Floridians and have failed to care about what what regular, everyday people are going through, and that's going to show. So we're, we're, we're already making up ground in Palm Beach and Broward and in Duval, but, you know, like things that we didn't even think we could win, we, we are very much looking forward to flipping those seats. You bring up an interesting point about the whole Ron McGill thing. That did hit me as a, all right. <laughs> I like Ron. I like Zoo Miami. Uh, that's where he needs to stay. <laughs> so, yeah, to your point, yeah. when, when they're they're looking to Ron McGill and saying, hey, come on, leave the Zoo and let's, let's go get you, man, as your, the recruitment effort is, is a valid point. But, you know, you, you take a look at what happens from here in this particular cycle. I mean, the first thing is, obviously, we're eight months away from November. A lot can happen. A sense of direction by Florida Democrats in particular. Are they still being led by whatever direction Biden decides he's blowing in today? I mean, when Joe Biden wanted to, Joe, Val Demings didn't want, and to go back to your earlier point about the fact that Florida Democrats specifically and notoriously try to play this middle ground where, you know, because they know how conservative Florida is. I mean, it's red now. So they can't go as far left as Democrats in other states, though they really are. I mean, you bring up their voting records. But Val Demings didn't even want to campaign with Joe Biden. So I think what you're seeing here is they have to fall in line with their with the Democrat president, but they'll only do so in certain ways. Like, they'll support a State of the Union without, you know, calling him out for not um, mentioning things like, I mean, like in last night's speech, Biden didn't even mention Cuban protests for democracy. He didn't even, you know, recognize the 13 U.S. service members that were killed in Afghanistan. There are a lot of things that many many Floridians hold dear to them that were not mentioned, but yet Florida Democrats still praise them. So, you know, you don't even have a, a real Democrat presence down here. So they're really not being led by much, and they're having trouble recruiting. It's just a mess for them. And when they do things like, uh, you know, try to recruit a zookeeper, it's only, you know, a personification of that. So I do not see things really like turning the tide down here for them. 
Um, maybe, you know, like if they totally broke course with Joe Biden and started talking about things that Florida Democrats actually, Floridians actually cared about, things might be different. But, you know, I just don't see them wanting or having any, any impetus to do anything other than play politics when they, you know, when they support Joe Biden or they just do what they think is politically right and they grasp at straws whenever they can. Julia Friedland, Board of Communications Director for the RNC. Appreciate it, Julia. Thank you. All right, we're going to talk about Ted Deutsch and Democrat defections from Congress, the implications next here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.